0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 768. It's frustrating, I admitted. If I strike a blow against you, it's because you let me. There is no substance to it. You've given it to me. I haven't earned it for myself. Any strike or throw you make against me is earned, she said, even if I offer it to you. But I understand. There is something to be said for honest competition. I started to say something else, but she put her hand over my mouth. I've said, I understand. Stop fighting after you have won. Hand still over my mouth. She tapped a finger thoughtfully. Very well. Continue your progress and I will find you someone at your own level to fight. That's the page and the chapter. I'm Jeremy.
1: I'm Jorana. I'm Nick. And you sound disappointed. I'm
2: not, who, Me? Yeah, no, I'm just trying to get my energy back up because I'm too oh.
1: tired.
2: <laughs> I'm not disappointed, okay. I'm mad.
1: I thought you were going to be disappointed about something on the page.
2: No, this is a very nice page. I want to talk about what she says about all the blows being earned. I think that's a really nice turn of phrase, and uh, I don't know. What do you make of it?
0: I mean, I think what she's saying is like, if if we're practicing and I like and I let you strike me, it's because. You've learned enough that you should know what it's like to strike somebody. You're like, you're going to learn something from that too. Even if I'm, even if I could stop you, you also need to know what it's like when you land a blow successfully. So you have earned it because you've gotten good enough that I think you should know that. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: maybe that like, I trust you enough to strike me safely.
0: Yes, yes. Hmm.
1: I agree. I have no qualms with this, this point. But also I feel like when Vashat says, you continue your progress and I'll find you someone at your own level. I think what Veshet is saying is like, you have, to, you have to continue your progress in order for me to feel comfortable finding you someone at your own level.
2: Yeah. It's like a reward. It's like when you're ready, maybe once you're at the level where you're ready to meet someone else, I'll find you someone. Yeah. I will say I've mentioned before that I have some experience with martial arts. One of the, the first things that, Uh, people have to unlearn is uh, how like to strike safely and like respectfully because oftentimes you're working with a partner you're you're working a bag or you're um, striking pads or things like that and like the fresh beginners will almost always maybe out of an attempt to like show off or just because they think it's what you're supposed to do they will like hit with all of their force
0: you just wail on the bag
2: absolutely whale on them and like especially when it's someone holding a pad that they're hitting it like it's a lot it you know it can hurt and it's also it's not necessarily safe for the person striking it'll tire them out so one of the first things that they have to learn is like how to strike safely and so you wouldn't just put someone who's a fresh beginner in like a a bare knuckle sparring match with someone else because that person would almost certainly hurt the other person, even though the other person, the second person would be like more advanced and more skilled. So maybe that's kind of what fashion is getting at here. When she says that any strike or throw
0: you, you make against me is earned. And similarly, why you're now ready to spar. I mean, it's also gotta be a thing, right. Of like, if you are, you know, wailing with your full force on a bag, like you're probably going to get sloppy, right? Like there's, you know, you can do something, if you're if you're putting all that energy into it, you might not actually be paying attention to your technique.
2: Yeah, exactly. The point of working a bag, the point of working the pads and the repetition, as we talked about the other day, is to practice your technique, is not to use your full force. Like the reason you repeat is so eventually your technique gets becomes second nature and so you don't have to think about it. So you're actually doing yourself a disservice and neglecting your technique if you're just wailing on a bag. The only time it's appropriate to wail on a bag is after Halloween.
1: I was gonna say that's kind of like like the rules for working out like when you choose your weight you don't pick like the weight that is the heaviest that you can lift you pick the weight that is appropriate for the number of reps you want to do
0: yeah I think that's uh, entirely correct entirely correct anything else we
2: want to talk about on this short page I I have my final note What's your final note, Jordan? It is
1: the end of a chapter. This chapter was called Storm and Stone.
2: And what do we and, think uh, that's all about?
1: I totally forget what happened in the rest of this chapter, and I leave it to you.
2: Well, is Penthi the storm and Shaheen the stone?
0: Yes, that's how they are. They are described in the in the little bout that they have.
1: I'm so glad you guys could do this homework for me.
2: Did they also talk about? Yeah, they also talk about the nature of the Adam landscape and their constructions and how they uh camouflage into the landscape sometimes looking like no more than tumble down stones
0: yeah and and their their buildings are also built to like withstand wind storms by kind of moving with them or blending into the landscape such that the wind doesn't uh affect them
2: well, there we go our most double-tongued chapter title in a while that's right We have a letter today from Zach, who writes, "Quoth is a vintage name. Hello, pagecasters. I am writing again, having finally caught up to the current episodes. I've now heard you read two of my letters that I sent, and I must admit, hearing you say the words I wrote has left me absolutely mad with power. Hello, my name is Nick, and I think that Jeremy has an excellent point, and the time loop theory is in fact absolute bunk. Got me there. Okay, on a more <laughs> serious note, I had a thought while listening to you read Quoth's first meeting with the mayor. There was some discussion at the time about whether or not Quoth is in fact a vintage name, and there is a piece of evidence that I think you all overlooked. Earlier in the book, we have the boy who delivers the letter and pronounces his name wrong. I think he says Kavothi or something like that. Then later, when we meet Alvaron, he reads Quoth's name perfectly immediately. This could be chalked up to Alvaron's being more intelligent than the young boy runner, but given that the Lachlis' are a powerful house in Vintus, I don't think we should discount the possibility of this being a clue towards Quoth's mother actually being Natalia Lackless. It feels like the sort of subtlety that Patrick Rothfuss would relish writing. I know the Lorian equals Natalia theory is well-mapped water at this point, but I haven't seen anyone mention this particular bit of evidence before, and I felt it worth mentioning. This feels intentional by Rothfuss, he purposefully gave his character a difficult to pronounce name, and then old Mayor Alvaron waltzes in and drops a perfect pronunciation first try because it's a name from his homeland chosen by someone who left that home behind her and perhaps didn't want to forget it entirely. Another piece of evidence, in my opinion, is the name Alvaron. The only other name in the book with a V in an unconventional spot and a name that is absolutely 100% vintage. In fact, the only other character with any sort of V that I can think of would be Vashin, and again, Her V is in a conventional spot for a name, the first letter. Anyways, happy to finally be up to speed with you all, although I now miss having such a massive back catalog as the fallback when my other shows run dry. At the very least, I won't be writing about other episodes from years ago anymore, probably. All the best, Zach. I urge you to go and listen to our backlog again if you're looking for episodes to tide you over. You've probably forgotten most of the stuff we talked about early on. God knows I have.
0: <laughs>
1: i I have questions regarding the conventional and unconventional placement of v's. Does that mean that Olivia has an unconventional placement for mm-hmm. the v because it's not at the beginning or the end?
2: That's a good poll, Jordana. <laughs> I'm
1: just saying i don't I don't feel like like uh Alvaron's v is particularly unconventional,
0: yeah, I don't know about the the v of it all, but I do think that you have presented otherwise compelling evidence, perhaps that Kvothe's name is of Vintish extraction. Uh, I I would be curious. I can't remember exactly when the kid mispronounces his name, but I th- am I right in thinking that that does not take place in Vintis, but rather in the Commonwealth? Yeah, as I recall,
2: it's in... Uh, is it's, it, in it sends him to Anchors, right? Right. It meets him near Anchors, so it's in... Uh, what is that? The little town. The yeah. The university yeah. town. Yeah.
0: So, Imra. Imre, yeah. so in that case that does make sense to me that it would be like um it's foreign to someone in the commonwealth but Alvaron has no trouble with it that might well be a clue that makes that is that does seem like the kind of thing rothfuss would would do
2: i really can't get a read on you jeremy because the stuff that i think you'll find compelling you usually think is bunk and then the stuff that i think you'll think is bunk you're like ah oh, that is that there's really something to that It really so, keeps you
1: guessing
0: yeah that's right Well, have you considered that I only believe in the theories that are uh, good and well-reasoned and correct, and I don't have much stock in the theories that are nonsense? There's a good theory making the rounds on our Discord, actually,
2: that uh, Master Ash could be Quoth's father survived. What? No. That's just a thought, but it's an interesting one. Oh man, do
1: I have to read the backlog on the
2: Discord? You do, Jordana, you do.
1: No, I'm so bad at reading it.
2: If it's any consolation, I'm pretty sure it's in the episode discussion thread, so uh, you can just read that thread. All right. Listeners, you can join the conversation by joining our Discord. The link is pinned. Actually, it's not pinned right now on our pod on our Twitter, although maybe I'll repin it, but it's always available at our website at pageofthewind.com. Hell yeah. Can they
0: also write us letters at pageofthewind.com?
2: They can, but they can also do that at their own email clients. They can send those letters to pageofthewind at gmail.com. Cool. Can they buy our merch at the website? They sure can. They can follow a link to Jordana's threadless store where they can buy merch related to the podcast as well as Jordana's art in general. Cool. And can they donate to our Patreon? They sure can. They can become a subscriber. Yeah. Patreon and our Ko-Fi. They can become a subscriber, a patron even for as little as a dollar a month and get access to a whole back catalog of uh, secret episodes, as well as a few other nice goodies. And then they can throw us a few bucks on Ko-Fi as the tip if they don't feel like subscribing, or if they do subscribe and wanted to send us money from time to time. We we surely do appreciate it. We do. It keeps the lights on, as as we say, mm-hmm. as as they say, as one says. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this podcast for a long time, eh? Yep. That's right. Yeah.
0: Rest now. Forever sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when we're done the podcast We all <laughs> roll over in the bar graph bed And then disappear <laughs> That's right we'll gently fade away And our clothes will will crumple Our little nightcaps and stockings <laughs> Will gently waft to the ground uh, But then of course in
2: the next movie We show up as ghosts and we cause lightning To hit the sacred texts The sacred texts? Are the books the sacred texts? Yes Okay.
1: But there are so many copies Would you have like lightning everywhere?
2: Yeah, it's it sort of an end-of-day situation. Yeah, there yeah. are
0: no copies. There's just those copies. That's why Luke's guarding them.
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I meant I thought you were still talking about the podcast.
2: I was. I was talking about the podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you, Nick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, I want to get Patrick Rothfuss on here to interview him before we uh, finish, or you know, around the time we finish Wise Man's Fear. So if it's you know Patrick happen. Rothfuss, if you've got a link to him, or if you want to just start inundating him with uh, requests, uh let him know we want to get him on for uh, an interview so uh yeah
1: i don't know it is is five plus years by the because yeah we'll definitely have five plus years on this i don't know if that's enough of a commitment to be able to like get him
0: no he owes us
1: what no way
0: <laughs> yeah, he owes us a bullet he's been saying so for years
1: what a bullet
0: yeah
2: yeah hunting like, us the most dangerous game
1: oh right yeah but that's not a good thing
2: well, maybe as a, you know, once we get him on the podcast, we can sacrifice one of us.
1: Okay, wait, where where does Rothfuss live again? Which state?
2: I'm pretty sure it's uh, sort of a, a, a an island off the Ye- coast of yeah. uh, Costa Rica. I it's kind like- of, there wind-swept, are no laws. Yeah, it's like windswept and rocky... Uh, well, it has several different biomes and there's definitely like a, a, a large mountain in the center possibly with a caldera with lava
0: hmm
2: I'm yeah. confused.
1: What like, are you talking about now?
2: <laughs> where Rothfuss lives. Yeah, but
1: doesn't isn't he from like I want to say Wisconsin, but is that right? Yeah,
2: yeah once he, a year he, he flies a plane load of unsuspecting young people. Okay. What I'm saying
1: island. is he's not gonna come to Canada
2: no, no. Jana, i don't know if you've heard about this but there's a wonderful new invention called the internet that you're using <laughs> right now
1: <laughs> oh yeah right no i see your point right we wouldn't actually have to meet him in person in order to get him on the podcast i see your point Precisely. now. yes correct Precisely. okay reasonable i still don't think he gives a shit
2: about it that we exist
1: he can't even get our podcast name right he doesn't well, like us
2: he's all you know he might have a chance he might have the chance anyway i, I don't mean... like you either <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah, it is. It is my great goal to have a chat with Patrick Rothfuss as we finish uh, our our time with his books, at least until the third book comes out. And uh, I think it's possible. So uh, you know, let's start the writing theory. letters, people. That's right. Let's start a campaign, a harassment campaign. No, <laughs> let's Don't
1: not. That's Patrick definitely Rothfuss. not going to work. If we do a harassment <laughs> campaign, it's definitely not going to work.
0: Then he really will send his hounds after us.
1: Yeah, I don't really want to incur the wrath of an author. <laughs> or anyone, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, who do you want to incur the wrath of? Find out tomorrow on another page. Uh, the.
2: When... the...